The British Zoo had to separate their parrots for cursing at the visitors. A Texas highway is seeking the owner of a roadside wedding dress. And there's now an app that tells you if your cat is happy or sad. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm Jonesy. Thanks for joining me. I got three weird news stories, guys. Come on. Five parrots had to be separated at the zoo for encouraging each other to curse at the guests. A British wildlife sanctuary has been forced to separate five of their parrots who wouldn't stop swearing at the visitors. Keepers say that the birds encouraged one another to keep on cursing and had to be moved from the main outdoor aviary. Um, You can't have the kids around all that swearing. All that sailor's language. Billy, Eric, Tyson, Jade, and Elsie. These are the names of the parrots. They just have regular names. They were removed from view this week. Oh, the poor birds. These birds actually recently joined the Lincolnshire Wildlife Center's colony of 200-plus African gray parrots. And they were put in quarantine together and quickly overwhelmed the staff with their severely naughty language. Doesn't say what they were saying. Is there a YouTube video of this? I'd love to listen. Here's a quote from Stephen, who's the chief executive of the zoo. We are quite used to parrots swearing, but we've had we've never had five at the same time. This is so overwhelming, so many. Most parrots, you know, they clam up when we put them outside, but for some reason these five parrots parrots they just relish in the attention and they just love the naughty language. According to Steve, none of the zoo's visitors complained about the parrots. In fact, opposite. Most of the visitors found them amusing. I would, too. When a parrot tells you to go F yourself, it just amuses people very highly. It's brought a big smile to a really hard year. (laughs) Poor Steve. It's been a hard year for us and the birds. But those birds telling everyone to go F themselves has been great. That bird told me to piss off this morning. I loved it. Loved it. It, I'm, I'm sure it amuses people very highly and brought smiles to people's faces, but still they're going to remove them? You should leave them out. That's just my opinion. It says here that the zookeepers thought it would be best to keep them away from the children, oh, so not to ruffle any feathers. <laughs> Pun intended. Oh, you can't have the children hear the swearing, guys. It's too much. They can't handle it. They cannot. They can play you know, extremely violent shoot 'em up first-person shooter video games and behead their opponents, no problem, and watch unlimited violent shows on Netflix and whatnot. Unlimited gory anime at their disposal on their phone, but no, no. A little bit of swearing. Can't have it, guys. They just can't handle it. What what would become of them, guys? And don't let them see a titty. Oh, boy. It's over if you let them see a titty. <laughs> the kids. <laughs> Okay, so the parrots were separated and moved to various different areas of the wildlife center. So they are unable to provoke each other. Uh, So Stephen told the news that the parrots... Okay, this is how it works. Apparently, they swear in order to trigger a reaction or a response. They enjoy seeing the viewers shocked or laughing, and that encourages the birds to curse more. He said, with the five, you know, one would swear and another one would laugh, you know, and then another one would swear and the other one would laugh and they would carry on. They'd carry on. Everyone in Britain is always carrying on. I, wanna, I need to carry on. 
Carry on, carry on. People still say that. It's unbelievable. Here's some more quotage. I'm hoping they learn different words within the new area that we've put. <laughs> but if they teach the other birds bad language, I end up with 250 swearing birds. I don't know what we'll do. Whoa, what would we do? What will you do, Stephen? You'll make a ton of money. Who doesn't want to go see 250 swearing birds? Like a swearing bird symphony. Like an orchestra of 250 foul mouth parrots, if I may be so poetic. I would love to see that. 250 birds swearing? It'd be unbelievable. All of them telling you to go F yourself. In a British accent. Carrying on in a British accent. That just makes it better. The swearing parrots are not the wildlife center's only famous birds. Ooh, they got some other famous birds. Let's find out about that. Last month, a parrot at the zoo named Chico went viral for singing, singing Beyonce's If I Were a Boy. Oh, I didn't see that video. We got some singing parrots over there, some swearing parrots. This place sounds amazing. I think I need parrots in my life, guys. I think I can get five parrots to swear in a Boston accent. That would be awesome. <laughs> like, oh, man. You know what you could do? You could stick that bottle of Bacardi right up your... The Texas highway is seeking the owner of a roadside wedding dress. What is a wedding dress doing on the side of the road? I'm going to guess somebody called it off. Let's get some more information about this mystery wedding dress in Texas. This is a very strange story. Texas highway officials say they're trying to find the owner of an unusual piece of debris that was rescued from the side of the highway. A wedding dress, of all things. I've seen a lot of clothes on the side of the highway. Never a wedding dress. I've seen sneakers in the power lines. I've seen clothes out there on my drive. Never a wedding dress. The North Texas Tollway Authority say that they had some workers doing a cleanup project on the North Tollway in Frisco where they spotted a white box at the side of the road that contained the dress. It's in the box. It's not even used. This is a pre-worn wedding dress. We've got to get this to the owner. There's this a very sad girl. Well, it could be a guy. I don't know. Look, I don't want to make any judgments on whether what the gender is wearing this dress out there or whatever the gender identity is wearing a dress. Well, what I'm trying to say is, guys, who, who's whoever <laughs> there's some there's an entity that owns this dress. Let me just put it that way. If you're the entity that owns this dress, I think I got some helpful information from you. You can find it with the Frisco <laughs> area, Dallas North Tollway Authority. I'm about to get canceled now because I just because I said because I just said anyone could wear a wedding dress. Or, <laughs> I'm just trying to be inclusive, guys. All right, just trying to say I support whatever entity wants to wear a wedding dress. You go. All right. Look, I was the best man at a gay wedding. All right. If anybody is tolerant, it's me. Wow, I've been in Massachusetts so many days that I'm saying words like tolerant in a Boston accent. The Tollway Authority posted a photo of the white dress. I'm looking at it. It's a dress with a train. It looks very lovely. It's white. It's extremely clean for being on the side of a highway, I have to say. Very impressed with the care that the highway department has been taking with the dress. I wonder if they tried it on in the highway department area, just kind of for, for as we say in Boston, shits and giggles. So they posted the picture on Twitter in the hopes of finding the owner. Oh, I hope they find the owner. Someone needs this. These things aren't cheap, these wedding dresses. I've heard. I've never bought one, but I've heard that they're not cheap. I'm going to read you what they posted on Twitter with the picture. They wrote, This is not a Sally Field, Smokey and the Bandit situation, everyone. 
this dress didn't go flying out of a vehicle. It's all boxed up. It's clearly somebody's memory somewhere along the way. They lost track with it, and we like to reunite them. Well, I don't know who wrote this spokesperson. <laughs> this tweet is not proper. Okay, the spokesperson said that there's documents inside the box that indicate the dress was boxed more than 20 years ago, but the papers didn't provide many other clues pointing at the identity of the owner. Oh, I see what they're saying. So when they say it's somebody's memory, this is just a memorial dress someone has kept for 20 years. Well, then it's, I think it's even more valuable. What's more valuable, the dress before the wedding or afterward to keep as a memorial? Probably it's more valuable before the wedding, but you wouldn't just lose a dress like this before the wedding. But I can see after, years later, 20 years, you might lose it. Uh, in a situation like this, maybe you're moving from place to place and the box could fall off the truck. Still, nonetheless, this is an important piece of family and life memorabilia, keeping a dress around. Uh, I'm glad I'm not going to ever own a wedding dress myself. I would hate to just carry that around for the rest of my life, really. The, the ring is enough. Right? You got to keep that ring around and not lose it. You got to keep the dress too. Do do guys keep the tuxes from the from the wedding? Or or I'm sorry. Do do entities that wear tuxes to a wedding keep it? Keep the keep the tux. <laughs> I'm wondering. I'm 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 not. I would never keep the tux. I just wouldn't. Man, if some of us got it good. Some of us, whoever's wearing the wedding dress has got an extra chore that you have to now keep that in a box forever and ever. Also, don't, people keep that little piece of cake frozen in a fridge. <laughs> That's pretty funny to me that you would keep this stuff from the wedding like that. I mean, the ring is enough, man. Like the rest of it is just too many chores, too many things I got to keep preserved. Get out of here. You're out of your mind. I'm not preserving all this shit from a wedding day. I got, I got plenty of pitches. All right. As my grandma would say. With this, we got plenty of pitches. <laughs> it's gonna be photos and video. This, you don't need all this other stuff. I don't know. People are into it though. Well, anyways, if you uh, happen to come across the owner of this dress, please. Uh, well, I don't have. Is there a phone number here? No, there's not. Sorry, I thought I could be part of the part of the crime team. <laughs> I got a part of the investigative team that leads to the reuniting of the dress with the owner. This is getting crazy, bye. Yay! Feline okay. There's an app that tells you if your cat is happy. Cat owners who love to take pictures of their furry friends now have a new excuse to pull out their smartphones and take a snapshot. It might actually help your little kitty cat. A Calgary, Alberta animal health technology company has developed an app called Tably. T-A-B-L-Y, that uses the phone's camera to tell whether a feline is feeling pain. How? How does that work? And why do we have this for cats and not for humans first? I want a photo of my face that tells me if I'm healthy or dying. The app, here's what it does. It looks at ear and head positions, eye narrowing, muzzle tension, and how whiskers change in order to detect distress. A 2019 study published in peer-reviewed journal Scientific Reports found that the so-called feline grimace scale, otherwise known as FGS, is a valid and reliable tool for acute pain assessment in cats. Have you heard of this feline grimace scale? Uh, I guess that's what this app detects, or it helps you detect better. Uh, looking at a cat's face, I guess you can tell all this information. I had no clue. 
Does this happen? Is this for dogs as well? Why isn't it for humans? I need to know why we don't have this for humans. I need ways of knowing. It says here, uh, it helps human cat owners know if their cat is in pain or not. They're able to train this machine uh, using a series of images that give it feedback. Therefore, giving you feedback on your your cat's state of pain. (laughs) This is unbelievable. Man, cat owners get everything, man. Everything. It's unbelievable. I'm I'm not a cat person. I'm not. I'm a little perturbed that we only have this for cats. This should be for others as well. We should all have this technology. I want to know when when a dog is feeling pain. I want to know when my baby's feeling pain. I don't have a baby, but I would like to just hold up a a phone to my baby's face and it can tell me if it's got some sort of intestinal issue. That would be pretty helpful. Why are we using all of our technology for pets and porn? Can someone just clear this up for me? That's what I want to know. That's the question I'm really asking. Why is all the technology going into pets and porn? We have issues too, guys. <laughs> and and also to go to Mars. Why are we using all our best technology to go to Mars to watch porn in a more portable way and to tell if our cat is happy? <laughs> tell if your cat is happy. It says here, an app that learns patterns from images of cat faces can be helpful, but cat owners should also look at their pet's entire body, including the tail, for clues about their well-being. I guess you can tell by the tail. I know when a dog has its tail between its legs, it's afraid and nervous. That's all I know about the tail. Oh, no, no, when it's wagging, happy, right? Wagging. Cats don't wag a tail, though, do they? They do other things with their tail, and can you tell if they're happy by their tail? I know Nothing about cats, man. Never have gotten acquainted, really. It says here, cats that are worried or scared will hold that tail really tight and tense to them. And then aside from that, there's also just thinking about their behavior in terms of are they eating, drinking, toileting, sleeping like they usually do. These are the signs. Are you guys, are you cat owners now pleased that there's an app out there? Tably, download it. Shove it in your cat's face. I'm sure the cat will appreciate it. The smartphone being shoved in its face yet another time because <laughs> our animals and pets are just constantly having cell phones shoved into their faces. Look, at I'm on Instagram. I follow a lot of people on Instagram, and I would say half of the photos are pets. It's got to be. And most of those are cats, I would say. And now if you include all these pet-centric apps, sometimes I wonder if the smartphone wasn't invented for pets. Hey, everybody. It's your host, Jonesy. I want to take a moment to thank somebody who bought me some coffee, which is a superb way to show your appreciation to the Weird AF News Daily Weird News Podcast. This is Craig. Craig bought me some coffees off my website, which you guys can go to. It's weirdafnews.com and click on Buy Jonesy a Coffee. Very easy. And Craig wrote, thank you, man. Regular news is harming our planet, especially the elderly. But you put a fun spin on it, which brings us closer together. Peace, Jonesy. I wish you much success, Craig. I love you, Craig. This is a tremendous, hilarious message. Regular news is harming our planet, especially the elderly. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's harming the elderly. If they're, I mean, those, those elderly that are capable of, of watching it is definitely harming them. Uh, I also got an email from Jared. He wrote, hey, man, I just wanted to send you an email, say thanks for doing what you do. I read a brief article on how you used to be in a band and then did stand-up, etc. So am I 
Uh, am I thank you comes from the appreciation of people being people and your bring... Uh, I'm having a hard time with this one. He says, uh, it's something about the appreciation of just people being people and your help bring... And you help bring a light on us certain things that just make me smile in a time of uncertainty in this world wor- weird world that we live in. It's nice to just get a laugh first thing in the morning before I go to work. So thank you for participating in that and keep doing what you're doing and good luck with your life, I guess, as they say. Have a great day. Sincerely, Jarrett. Um, Jarrett believes in just writing one sentence on ongoing sentences. <laughs> I loved it. It's poetry, Jarrett. Thank you so much. Uh, and I love that. Yeah. Make you smile in a time of uncertainty. Yeah. I like to think that I'm doing that for people. Make you guys smile in a time of uncertainty because sometimes, man, you just, you, you just wake up and, and you just wonder how the hell am I going to keep going in this time of uncertainty? This world is crazy. Um, and, but then you keep going, you know? You listen to Weird AF News and you just keep doing it. You go, you get yourself a bourbon and you just, (laughs) over ice, and you just say, I'm just going to keep going. I'm going to do it. I want to also give thanks to someone who made me some really cool Weird AF News swag. A big shout out to Collegeville Customs. On Instagram, the account is Collegeville, V-I-L-L-E, Customs, all one word, uh, I mean, this guy does a tremendous job. The stickers that he made, the t-shirt that he made, these socks, Weird AF News socks that he made me. I posted a photo of them on Instagram. If you guys didn't see it, it's on my Instagram, at Funny Jones. Uh, but he also wants you to know that he also does mugs. So please, if you're looking for some swag, some merch for your business, check out Collegeville Customs on Instagram and say, uh, you know, Jonesy sent you. Uh, so tremendous stuff. Uh, I'll, I'll post some more photos of that on my Instagram so you guys can see. Especially the socks were unbelievable. It's like it, he actually wrote, he actually printed, in addition to the Weird AF News logo, he actually printed uh, the only daily Weird News podcast hosted by a comedian in a closet. Like it says it right on the socks. <laughs> it's so good. Hilarious stuff. So big shout out to Collegeville Customs. Make sure you follow him on Instagram and order some swag for yourself if you're, or your business especially. Uh, also got some phone calls I'm going to publish after this. Uh, big thanks to Jesus for calling me. I got Rick rolled, which was great. Rick Astley called me. So big shout out to Rick. Uh, his video, Never Gonna Give You Up, just recently hit a billion views. And he just thought he'd call me and say so. So, Also, the Angry Florida Man makes an appearance in this episode with some calls. Finally, it's been, a, it's been over a month since we've heard from the Angry Florida Man. If you guys would like to call the show, the number six four six four five zero twenty twelve. You can email me funnyjones at gmail dot com as well. If you got any articles you want to send on over, especially some uh, anything from Florida, because on Friday we're going to do the Florida Friday episode. So if you come across anything from Florida, send it my way, and I'll see you. Hey Jonesy, it's the angry Florida man. I ain't so angry right at the moment here. You know what I'm saying? You know I'm, I'm doing all right. I apologize. I ain't been in touch in quite some time, but I'd like to tell, I'd like to elaborate on this out here, uh, drunk driving uh, apparatus thing that would go on somebody's uh, car. I ain't one to do this, but I saw this once that a man would, uh, took a cigarette lighter, uh, air pump, you know, for like an inner tube, and fill up a balloon with straight air from his console, whatever it came from, you know what I'm saying, and then just put it over his apparatus and let that air go into that. And this is a bad man. A very bad man. So we should we should set up something to stop him or congratulate him for his ingenuity. Oh man. This is this is going up in, this is going on up there in, in Vancouver? Vancouver, British British Columbia? Is that like Red Coat Land? You know? 
there's too many people being pulled over. I mean, I know that Vancouver, where they got like six or seven police and three of them, three or four of them are at home sleeping. So there's two two guys. One 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 was a dispatch. So you got one guy on a highway trying to trying to trying to uh, sit up a breath like, uh, you know, man, isn't, isn't everywhere a dirt road? What the hell are you doing on that main road anyway? You know what I'm saying? Just just drive around him. Be like, hey, Doug, I'll see you at the. <laughs> I'll see, I'll see you down the road. <laughs> All right, take two. All right, man, this is the angry Florida man. I'm a little I'm a little out of sorts. I ain't, I ain't been on I ain't been on the uh, internet in quite some time. I just just uh, you know moments to reflect. It take two to three months anyway. Uh, if you up there in Brit British Columbia and you you drunk driving and and you wait in line to get pulled over, I mean. I mean, come on, man. How, how many people they got? How many police officers do they have? I know they're called Mounties, and you should never, ever, ever make fun of a Mounties uniform because he will punch you in the face, and that is a Canadian law. He will punch you square in the jaw and say, I don't know, I don't know what the hell to say. He'd probably knock you out, silly, stupid bastard. Don't do that. So anyway, um, what, I, what I'm really getting at is, uh, oh. Was I getting at something? Was I was I working on something there? I, I, all right, what you gotta do is you gotta uh, uh, you gotta ask for uh, forgiveness from the police. Oh, geez, here it goes. There it is, and that's the. All right, Jonesy. If you choose not to record, uh, 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 uh present present my my last two to three to seven uh, things that I record and I send to you uh, in a general manner like like as in like i send them to you and I, sometimes sometimes i slip and sometimes i fall and sometimes i talk and i don't even hit record and that's why you don't get my record anyway if you're gonna wait in line uh if you if you get pulled over a dui and you're on the honor system i mean come on man he says pull over please shut your car off take your keys out of the ignition i don't know man maybe you should run i don't know i'm just saying i'm just saying he's asking you to be nice and if you don't be nice i mean how many molts and triple x can you drink i mean you know it's sometimes when when you when you're in canada especially in british columbia I, which i've never been i've only been to montreal and ooh, st Catherine street anyway uh thank you it's uh it's uh been a long time it's been it's been a long summer even though we're only part way through it and and uh, uh the english florida man would like to apologize for not staying in touch, not that I'm not in touch, because I touch, well, anyway, I don't touch anything, that's creepy, uh, anyway, uh, I'm the angry Florida man, and I'm not really angry right now, because I just had a nice piece of chicken, and oh, mm -hmm, it was very good, so, uh, anyway, Jonesy, you are the man, and, uh, uh, keep it up, man, rock it, uh, whew, Life, life is like a highway, uh, and sometimes you have to adopt a highway so that people will pick up the litter on the side of the highway. And maybe, maybe in Ontario, Canada, uh, British Columbia, maybe, maybe don't don't take that highway because you've been drinking too much. Maybe you should pull over and uh, not get in line to get arrested. You know, just a thought. Oh, uh, Jonesy, I, I'm I, at that at that at that roadblock there in British Columbia. How much rush? do you think was playing on everybody's car when they're like look man i'll just play some tom sawyer right now and we're gonna just roll on through and i bet that worked because after the first four cars went through playing i don't know celine dion or something anyway oh man a squirrel just ran through my backyard uh sl slowly slowly I, I get distracted or fastly i don't know <clears throat> damn 
Okay, uh, yeah, you know, I love Rush. Were you asking about that? No, sometimes I, well, sometimes I say things that aren't really up to snuff with what's going on in the world, and sometimes I do, and no, 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 I don't, no, no, I, uh, I love Canada. Oh, Canada, something, something, something else. Happy Friday, Jumpy. This is Rick Astley, and you're being Rickrolled. Never gonna give you up, never gonna let you down, never gonna turn around and forget you, never gonna make you cry, never gonna say goodbye, never gonna run around and desert you. Hey Jumsy, this is Rick Astley calling from Britain, and I just wanted to thank you man, it's absolutely brilliant. Have you heard my video for Never Gonna Give You Up? has just hit 1 billion views on YouTube. Yeah, man, it's absolutely brilliant. You know, when you've got something that's, like, amazingly, brilliantly weird as being Rick Road, you've got a brilliant, brilliant concept like that, you know, you just got to take advantage of it, man. And I figure that you and your weird AF family have probably helped to put me up to that 1 billion mark. That's right, 1 billion views on YouTube for Never Gonna Give You Up. So, I just want you to know that from the bottom of my heart to the top of my head to the soles of my feet, Rick Astley loves Jonesy and the Weird AF family for helping with this absolutely weird but brilliant, brilliant concept of being Rickrolled. And I just want you to know that I am never going to give you up, never going to let you down, because... We want you to know that we will be together forever and ever and apart. Together forever we two. And don't you know I would give heaven and earth to be together forever with you. Hey, this is the Chan Chan Chan. Man, he's got the hookups, just like Bob Dylan used to sing about him. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you told me to take a break from your show, and I did. I've taken a long, long break, and uh, I think I'm ready to come back and start offering advice again. I'll be back on your next your next episode, and I'll, I'm going to call and leave feedback again. I think that's what I've decided to do. So uh, I'll talk to you soon, weird. All right, this is Jesus. Bye.